Hey guys, this is Kamal Jain and today we have Rishi Jain here with us. Hey Rishi, really excited to have you here and welcome to this discussion, interview. Really, really looking forward to this with you. Hey, hi Kamna. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, we've been planning this since a very long time and I'm so, so happy uh, doing this with you. So, yeah, super excited as well. Glad, glad to know that. So, guys, before we proceed, I am sure you know Rishi Jen is the co-founder and one of the most precious trainers which Digital Scholar has along with his elder brother, Saurav Jen. And... You would not be surprised to know that Rishi Jain is also an engineer turned digital marketer and since he's stepped into this domain, there are a lot of changes he's brought about and I'm sure is going to bring about many, many more transformations. So Rishi, welcome once again. And before we actually get into anything serious, the most obvious question to you would be, why and how did you end up with engineering in the first place? Okay, uh, it's a usual story of a, of an Indian, uh, you know, 12 standard uh, uh, person. So basically, uh, I took up biology and I wanted to pursue a uh, doctorate and all of that. So I wanted to become an MBBS, uh, uh, you know, uh, as, as a student. So, but uh, I went to my uh, family doctor and he said, it's like the worst thing you can get into. There's no life and all of that. So he just scared the shit out of me. And, you know, uh, I didn't want to pursue after that. So since I took biology and it didn't have math uh, in 12th standard, I had no other option to, but to choose something from the biology uh, field itself. And the only option apart from MBBS was to pursue BTech biotech. So that's how I ended up. So this was, this was not even my choice. So basically I just had to uh, get into this and most importantly i was picking up uh, an engineering field called as food engineering okay food and science engineering because i was really interested at that particular point of time but then i took that course and srm decided to cancel that course that year because only four people joined uh, in that so i then i was yeah so i shifted from there to btech biotech and then i pursued uh, my course over there uh, it was a good learning experience, but then something uh, that I didn't really want to do because uh, once you do BTEC biotech, that's not uh, something enough to start your own or you uh, you can land up a good uh, high paying job. So yeah, that's about it. So after BTEC biotech, uh, yeah, just my journey from uh, that's why I chose uh, engineering uh, as such. And you yeah. also worked for a couple of years, right? After you completed your degree. So how was that experience for you? What did you was there something you liked and of course there were reasons you know you saw for moving on and what were those reasons why did you actually choose to move on so uh, yes right after engineering uh, it companies came uh, for placements and uh, i was selected in three companies out of four uh, mass recruiters right so wow. infosys uh, tcs wipro and uh, yeah, I didn't know any coding at all. And I it's just that I did well in the interview and got uh, selected uh, in that. And then out of these three, I chose Infosys. So I went for their training, which is of six months. And it's like the best training in the world with the best campus. I think yeah, a lot of people know about it. Uh, so I went to Mysore, I went to Chennai, I went to Bangalore for training for six months. And then uh, started, uh, I, I got into production. So basically the moment I joined the first day, I was given a project and the project was to handle a US client you know, entire backend of their uh, website. And I had to only manage it on my own. And honestly speaking, I was never, never good at coding at all. And my logics were not really good. So in spite of that, uh, my um, 
senior who was giving me knowledge transfer so she was really good uh, she explained i learnt while i was doing it and that's the best thing uh, that anybody can do you know just take up the opportunity and you know if it comes you know just break your head work day and night and figure it out yourself so it just happens uh, eventually so the opportunity was given i took it up and it was the best experience i would say because uh, there i lost all the fears you know saying that okay if i can do this if i had no coding language and i am handling a us client all on my own then i can do pretty much anything uh, you know if i i just have the right mindset to go ahead so after 2 years it was just getting uh, more of monotonous right and then uh, i wanted to pursue something more uh, more into something creative field right so coding is all about sitting in a 4 by 4 cubicle looking at black color screen and just working for 14 16 hours talking to one guy that to uh, through a webinar uh, you know into us so that was not me at all i i was i was always wanted to get into teaching so as and when i was actually pursuing uh, software engineering in infosys i was a guitar teacher as well in bangalore so i was teaching to somewhere about yeah 40 to 50 students uh, on the weekends so the kids uh, range from 5 years to 45 years old were also my students so i used to love teaching them on the weekends and that was the best best uh, moment uh, for me and then i realized i really want to get into teaching line so i i i quit infosys uh, i saw my brother saurav jain was doing really well of course he's he's one of the top guys in the country and my elder brother was uh, also into digital field so he is into uniforms industry but then he started his own website uh, he he do, he does a very strong seo and for every keyword he's ranking on top of uh, google search engine for the uh, uniforms so he started getting a lot of business out of it so then i realized more, both my brothers you know single handedly are doing so well in digital then it's time for me to actually move from there and you know start something uh, of my own and you know just uh, uh, just get into the digital field altogether so that's how i moved from engineering to digital uh, to Uh, infosys to digital marketing so yeah that's the story that's nice and in fact that's really brilliant to hear about your guitar training specially and how did you actually manage to have everyone aged from 5 to 45 together i think that's really beautiful but equally difficult at the same time to handle and you know manage and get around to that true true uh, it was not really difficult so you need to understand see as a, as a trainer you need to understand the mindset of the person who is opposite to you so 5 years old all they want to uh, you know is do is have fun play with a lot of uh, things around and you know i used to give them so there were a lot of uh, balls and there were a lot of instruments in the house they used to just pick it up play around the house okay so they were hardly learning something but then they used to enjoy a lot but the thing is i never used to take them through a theoretical knowledge so i used to ask them what is your favorite song so they were like okay this is my favorite song and the next day i used to prepare the notes for it on guitar because it's their favorite song it's it's very easy for them to pick it up yeah because there's a lot of interest involved so that's how i used to go about it so the moment uh, you know they said their favorite song i used to give them notes and they started preparing and you know within 7 to 10 days they used to crack uh, you know playing it on guitar so that was my actually agenda of teaching them uh, guitar and then slowly we used to move into theoretical uh, knowledge and you know the technical aspects of uh, guitar itself so yeah that's how i used to manage and um, it turned out to be pretty well see guitar is basically for people uh, you have to spend a lot of time with the instrument so that that's not a, a iq uh, instrument like like how keyboard is keyboard is like the piano of uh, it's it's like the uh, backbone of uh, music right uh, there you need to understand a lot of uh, musicality but in guitar it's about you spending a lot of time physical activities so that your muscle memory increases so that was that was the only way for them to increase just by giving them their favorite songs so that that is how i used to train them and I used to have a lot of fun actually 
teaching and learning from them as well. That's a pretty unique teaching method, I would say. And honestly, I've heard that for the first time. And yeah, pretty nice to actually hear that and how you have actually used interest to further keep them caught on to it and get them going and training. Pretty nice hearing that. So another thing is now when we talk about becoming an engineer or maybe so even I'm from like, you know, earlier I was not into digital marketing initially. I was in a finance background. So to get a job in maybe the finance industry or when we talk about becoming an engineer, it's like, you know, you do XYZ course and irrespective of your skills, you become that professional. But right. when it comes to digital marketing, nobody can ever say, you know what, do this course, you'll become a digital marketer. Go and, you know, complete this ebook, you'll become a digital marketer. That definitely does not hold good. Now, right. my question is, that being said, what was the transition like for you? How did you actually go ahead and start learning things about digital marketing and ensuring that you could really become a digital marketer right a very good question very good question i totally agree with you that uh, somebody cannot uh, master uh, digital marketing just by doing a course okay that never never happens okay the way to master digital marketing is by implementing it so whatever you learn if you go back and implement and see the results and start working on it that's when you can call yourself a digital marketer right so how i learned was of course i was in contact with um, the top guys in the country uh, of course, through Saurav's contacts, I was able to, you know, uh, talk to a lot of people uh, from the, the best people from the industry. So I was directly learning from them, right? So I used to learn from them. I used to come back and started implementing it right then and there. So this is what I do today as well. If I'm reading a book, let's say I'm reading a book on copywriting. If I find five headline templates, what I do is I just go back and make changes in the email and, you know, see the results coming in. So that's when I realized, okay, this thing really works and it stays in the head basically. So digital marketing, you can never learn uh, from one dedicated course. Of course, you will get a lot of ideas, but unless and un until you don't implement, you don't execute, you, you can never actually get a hang of uh, this uh, field at all. So digital marketing is definitely an execution problem because there's so much to do and there's so much uh, testing to do. And then uh, that's how it is. So you just focus on one course, you know, stay dedicated, learn everything out of it. And if somebody, you know, if, if you find a mentor, you know, just listen to your mentor. It's people today. What happens is, okay, he's teaching something. I learn from him also. I learn from him also. Learn from 10,000 people. Everybody's trying to teach the same thing, but in different, different voices. All right. So the thing is just follow one guy and start implementing. And that's when people will see the results. So the problem today is people learn from everywhere, but they're not implementing and they, they say that it's not working for them. So that's the thing that they should avoid. And you know, when, when it comes to learning, just learn and start implementing. So if you're learning about email marketing, go buy that email marketing tool, start implementing, right? So that, that people don't do that. And then they realize, okay, uh, it's very difficult and all of that. So that's how I went about it. So whatever I learn, no matter what tool it is, no matter how expensive it is, if I've learned about it, if it's really, really interesting for me, I go, I just purchase that tool, start working on it. And you know, uh, if, it, it, if it works, it works. If it does not, I just cancel the subscription. That, that, that's about it. I think that's a really nice way of going about it. You know, I think you've summarized it in the perfect way that, and in fact, I think the roots of actually going ahead and executing things were pretty visible to you yourself when you mentioned that there was a website which you had to work on and, you know, you actually learned and implemented. And I think that's one thing you carried on. And anybody in the digital marketing domain, I mean, if it's not implemented, 
you even if you are certified as a digital marketer i don't think it's ever possible to become one right and even i think the point where you actually said that it's everybody is trying to say the same thing but in different voices is again a real i would say interesting way of putting it across because you know that's what's happening there are like webinars especially in this lockdown happening here there and everyone's complaining what do we do but i think what you said is the solution find one mentor follow it and yeah i think that's the way to go exactly and yes nice so as even we are also having this discussion and since i also know that about you it's a known fact to me at least that you know public speaking is something which is really close to you and again in this discussion i can see that passion somewhere about speaking which is there in you so where does that come from for you um i i'm not very sure how does that come in from i think uh, if you really want to go get good at public speaking you have to just realize that uh, you know uh you 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 should have a lot of self confidence basically you if you want to be a public speaker it doesn't matter if your english is good if your english is bad uh how you look and all of that is secondary okay all it matters is if you have a lot of self confidence and if you know that you're something good uh and if you if you really good at something and you can deliver to a lot of people then public speaking becomes a natural phenomenon okay that's what happened so i was very confident about what i was doing and i knew i i could i can connect with a lot of people and uh, that's about it so i i didn't do any course i didn't do any uh, template following all of that i just went on the stage and you know just delivered and i knew this people is going to like uh, like it so basically i first realized what is the mindset like and then i just go on the stage and then i deliver uh, all together so uh, recently um, i went to a college college wcc where i was delivering to 4000 uh, uh, students okay so it was fully student crowd first year second year third year so i know what are the things they're going to like i know what jokes to crack at what time and you know that's how i was able to uh, get their attention all throughout the 50 minutes that i was on the stage that was my first ever time that i did something in front of 4000 people and yeah i was little bit nervous at first but then i knew it's going to go well because of the confidence that i had uh, and also i was little bit prepared uh, with what to say uh, because of the audience that i knew so i wouldn't have had the same speech uh, for an entrepreneur crowd but then uh, since it was a student crowd i knew how to go about it so this is how uh, i think uh, you can be good at public speaking is just you need to understand uh, you have need to have your uh, knowledge in the field okay be good at that particular uh, subject and then have confidence that you're really good and you can deliver value just go out there and uh, and just you know start talking so people will people will follow you is what i i feel that's a good enough point and oh my god 4000 that's a huge number and oh my god it, that's it was, a, it was the best best feeling ever yeah i mean it's too much to even imagine and i mean you know webinars when you know so what we are seeing these days is people who are actually public speakers are conducting webinars and they are saying oh my god wow i'm seeing a crowd of 2000 for the first time but for you it's the other way around you've actually seen an offline audience of 4000 i think that's a really great feat which is achieved and little nervous is an understatement because yeah it's 4000 again it was it is beautiful and right now i'm hosting a webinar for them uh, since they liked it so much so they want a webinar to happen and the principal is contacting and all of that so we'll host a webinar again for the entire college uh, very soon as well so yeah it, it's it's fun i mean you just have to be really good at it and uh, you know you get lot of opportunities right after that so 
public speaking is one of the aspects that you need to work on uh, you know if you're re- really good at speaking you will anyway invite a lot of uh, money uh, a lot of abundance basically uh, into uh, fame so very interesting now that being said like what are your other hobbies like i mean from what we've discussed and now i figured out your interest in guitar public speaking is there anything else which is actually supposed to be in the list in terms of your passion as well um okay i love to do i love to learn a lot of things so i love to pick up uh, skills uh, as and when possible so like like monthly i just uh, uh, plan on something do, doing something and learning something new and then i try to master it okay so just spend some time and try to master it so this month's goal was to crack the rubik's cube okay it was very fascinating for me and i was not i was never able to crack it uh, but i'm learning from somebody of how to crack it and almost there okay i'm almost there they're like 10 layers in it and i've cracked nine layers of it so i'll be able to crack it within this month or let's say by next week so always i i love to learn something new always so apart from that of course guitar public speaking and the third aspect is reading i i do a lot of reading so i'm, I'm like a more of a geeky guy and you know uh, who spend a, who spends a lot of time learning something uh, random here and there so that that's about me that's nice but the best part is you learn and implement so i think that's what makes you and keeps you going that, that's where the game is trust me that's where the game is so whatever you learn just go and implement and then yeah uh, you'll see you'll see massive results right and maybe on instagram soon we can expect you solving the rubik's cube in i don't know maybe one or two minutes and uploading a video for us to actually watch trying to one <laughs> not one or two minutes for sure but then maybe five six minutes i'll be able to crack it for sure so, sometime soon i'm just going to make a fast forward video and you know try to crack it uh, nice looking forward to that as well now one question which comes to my mind here is you seem to be really good at the guitar as well but right now you're in the digital marketing domain so if we were to say of course teaching is also your passion but it is and you are somewhere connected to it but maybe it could have been in a different form also so when we actually talk about passion and profession what is your take because a lot of people feel that you know what we have to go behind our passion especially us millennials we have this existential crisis all the time we are the generation who wants satisfaction and a lot of other things which our previous generations did not really go after so how important do you think is it for someone to actually follow passion or do you say it's okay to not follow your passion and just think rationally and practically a uh, very good question uh, i i feel you should definitely follow your passion because uh, yeah it's very cliche dialogue life is short and all of that but then you you cannot really do something that is that is that does not come from within you so i was in infosys i was working for 2 years and that was something somewhere inside me that dude i don't want to do this i don't want to sit in this cubicle and you know spend my entire life here because i know i can do something better than this definitely and then uh, since teaching was my passion is is one of the passions i involved my subject and then started teaching so anyway my professional and the passion is getting mixed up and i'm really happy doing what i'm doing so you need to actually just find a passion for you where you can actually convert it into a uh, profession and because of digital world now anything is possible right so if you're good at if it, even if you're good at painting even if you're good at uh, solving rubik's cube you can make a course and you know you can go out there touch uh, start teaching uh, people all over the world 
so there is a lot of way to actually connect to a lot of people and your passion can definitely become into a profession if you're doing if you if you're into digital world as well so that there are no limits uh, today so i i strongly suggest that of course you need to follow your passion and great things will happen eventually uh, into the field so convert your passion into profession and make sure that uh, uh, you, uh, you you just go about it uh, that way so yeah you wouldn't have it any other way you think that's a must and exactly as you said the internet is a very powerful medium somewhere which gives like the internet is the same for everyone of course the kind of features tools you can access is always different but somewhere to kickstart the internet is what actually is you know something we can call as an equalizer which no matter your background gives you the space to kickstart your passion so nice right so that reminds me of one example i know of a guy doubleyourdating.com uh, so that guy he makes somewhere about 40 million dollars per year okay. and all he's selling is uh, giving dating advices to men on how to you know date women okay. so just imagine uh, we give these advices on and off for free to a lot of uh, friends but then we don't realize we can actually monetize it and imagine 40 million dollars per year is making just by selling one ebook right on the online space so just imagine such a small thing which you do it for free uh, like that you know just giving advices uh, to people you can convert it into a business model online and you just go about it so uh, yeah sky is the limit uh, on the internet space as you just said that's that's interesting and that actually brings a really interesting question to my mind now the fact that you mentioned that this guy owns 40 million dollars and he's very niche specific i would say and i think niche is the is one of the most cliched words these days where you know every beginner in digital marketing is worried oh my god i cannot find out my niche oh my god is it okay if i don't stick to my niche what is right. your take on that i mean to like you know if someone's in a dilemma what would you say to them if they're not able to figure out their niche at least to begin with uh my suggestion would be just to uh just pick up one niche and see if it's working for you at least uh, go and implement and see if it's really working out so problem is people say that okay i'm an affiliate marketer but they're not doing anything uh, around it okay to be actually called as an affiliate marketer if you call yourself as an affiliate marketer if in into some niche start implementing and start seeing results otherwise and then if it doesn't work out then move to another niche altogether so yeah as we all know the most money making niches are your health relationship and uh, money uh, making money online uh, all of that so just stick around to these niches uh, find out uh, something uh, that uh, resonates with your passion that that's something you can actually uh, you know go out there and do justice to and and see if it's working out so without even implementing uh, there won't be uh, you know i know some people who are uh, confused between two niches and if you go into their profile they're not posting anything about it at all and they are like i'm confused and you know i'm not getting any results you have to do something to get results and then uh, that's how you can proceed uh, further and honestly it's a overused word uh, i i really don't understand what is this niche all about because even i don't know what my niche is all about okay uh, but i know i'm good at five or six topics and i can do justice to it so i don't really care if somebody calls me an affiliate marketer uh, or you know a copywriter or whatever it is it's just that whatever you learn just go and do justice to it that that that's about it and yeah at the end of the day you should be satisfied at the end of the day you should be make, making money so you know uh, niche is just a just a phenomenon that you can totally avoid altogether so yeah that's my take on it so the thing is even have niche crisis right now because uh, i know a lot of things uh and you know i'm not able to figure out what my exact niche is but it 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 really doesn't matter at the end of the exactly. day right and 
thanks a lot for putting it out there you know why because a lot of people think that if they cannot figure out their niche that's all they cannot go ahead and do anything but it's important that it's fine to first deal with it and at least just have that in mind that yeah you know what i want to get there but i think yeah. the secret lies in getting started and that's right. I have one more thing to add here. You always have to model some uh, person who has done this already in the past. Okay. So let's say you're picking up a niche of affiliate marketer. You know, you actually try to follow that 12 minute guy or Kulvan Nagi. You know, these guys are hardcore affiliate marketers. So go what, see what they're doing and just, you know, try to model them, try to imitate them. Okay. Never copy uh, somebody, but then try to model whatever they're saying. So if they're putting purple color on top, you also put purple color on top. But then words should be yours. It's just that. Okay. So start modeling these people and see if the result is coming or not. And then decide whether you really want to be in this niche or not. So just pick up a top guy from the niche, uh, follow him, start implementing and then uh, decide whether this is working for you or not. And then just move on. So I think that's the best way for people who are actually confused. Uh, whether which needs to get into and uh, whether they, it's going to work out for them. And this also becomes a good way to get a kickstart by actually keeping someone in mind and following them. Again, having like, you know, a single mentor or something on those lines. Pretty nice. Right. Now, since you just mentioned that there are five or six skills, which you know, you are also right now an expert at and currently working on. Uh, so which are those fields according to you right now, which, you know, you can like list down Definitely. So uh, first is uh, creating landing pages. So I love uh, doing landing pages. So I use the tool ClickFunnels and yeah, so that's like the best tool I work on and it's really fun. I don't know. I, I get a lot of pleasure working on landing pages, right? So right. landing pages, definitely my number one uh, spot uh, at the moment. Uh, second is copywriting. I'm, I'm developing right now. I wouldn't say I'm really good at it, but then I try. So I, I see a lot of, uh, I, I read a lot of books on it. I'm following top guys like Gary Halbert and David Ogilvy, uh, Jim Edwards. So all these three top guys of copywriting, they're like, like the king of the copywriting uh, industry. So I follow them, uh, start learning from them, start implementing that second one. And third is uh, email marketing. So email marketing is definitely real and I totally believe in it, right? Uh, people say that the opening rate is 1%, 2%, 6%. Uh, email marketing is dying and all of that. But people don't know how to do email marketing, okay? I know a few people who have two, three million databases and the opening rate for them is 40, 50 percentage. So they, they're doing something that is right. So we need to, you know, start employing and you know, the opening rate can actually increase. So email marketing is also where my interest lies. So that's three and a bit of affiliate marketing as well. So affiliate marketing is like a byproduct of all whatever I do here and there. Uh, so yeah, that, that's my total interest. And definitely, uh, I have more interest in making uh, courses online. So basically I know the entire structure, uh, the, the, the automations that go behind it and how things work, how to bring traffic, how to make the sales happen, connecting your, uh, you know, uh, the Insta mojo to, uh, to all the, uh, different accounts and everything. So entire automation part is what my interest is. So these four or five topics, uh, are, are my current uh, favorite at the moment. And I love doing what I'm doing. So uh, that that's one thing I want to share. Is, this, is it your mind behind all the landing pages that we see for Digital Scholar mainly and especially for Digital Scholar in fact? No, uh, for Digital Scholar, uh, we have a dedicated team that takes care of it. I'm not in any way involved. For Saurav Jain, whatever you see, uh, it's my work. So yeah, oh, if you have any criticism, please do share so that I can improve uh, as well. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. For sort of doing all the landing pages uh, for a digital scholar, my team takes care. So I've not, not done anything as such uh, at the moment for that. Interesting. But I also thought you were also somewhere targeting Instagram as an area of expertise. Uh, it's it definitely there for the fact that I, I've done a lot of research right. and I keep reading about it. And since it's a major product, uh, Instagram Influencer Mastery that Saurav has launched and uh, I've learned so much from him. I know a lot about it, uh, but uh, again, uh, the implementation part is where I think uh, I, I lack a bit here and there uh, because I'm I myself not doing it. I'm not testing it on my Instagram itself. So that's where I, I call myself, uh, you know, uh, over there. So, but apart from that, I know a lot of things. About it. So I've seen Soros working. I do it for my clients and uh, there it's working out. But then, yeah, that's something that I didn't want to express as such, but then I'm, I'm okay with a particular subject as well. So I know something about it is what I'd say uh, at the moment. Fair enough. Coming soon sort of thing, maybe. That's maybe number five on your list after all these four are done with. Sure. Interesting. Now, just one more thing would be, what is your no, these, I'm, I'm really focused. I want to focus on this. Sorry, I think I'm there. Could you just please? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't. Yeah, I think we had a bit of a glitch there. What were you saying? Yeah. Uh, I couldn't hear your last question. Okay, no, I think you were just saying something. I was just asking you what that was about Instagram. No, that's okay. I think, yeah, 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 all good. I think uh, there was some uh, internet issue and I think it's back. Cool, cool. Yeah, so I was just asking you how and what has been you know, the impact of sort of gen on you and your entire journey, how has that actually impacted and, you know, you being able to reach where you are, because I'm sure having someone like sort of gen as your brother, who's been in this industry for more than 10 years. And of course, one of the best in the country. So what's it been like to actually have him there by your side? I think uh, it's definitely worked out in my favor because what I learned in past six months, I think nobody can uh, learn in next five or six years put together because of sort of Jane uh, uh, himself. He has uh, industry experience of 15 years. So he knows what works, what does not work. And he just gives me tips that are uh, really important uh, that is going to work out for me. So learning, uh, he's definitely my mentor as well and not just my brother. Uh, so I learn a lot from him from time to time. And the thing is, he also has contacts. So all the best guys in the country are his friends and then I get to know uh, and I talk to these people as well. So that's second thing that has been really uh, phenomenal in terms of uh, learning experience for me. Third is uh, the base is already set. If you look, uh, we have a lot of people working for us. Uh, we have uh, a digital scholar, we have agency. So whatever I learned, I just, I can, you know, uh, start uh, seeing the results coming in for me as well. So because of sort of Jane, the entire game has changed uh, for me. Uh, and I would say that what I learned in last six months, so six months before it's uh, only I got into digital marketing. Uh, I would say that, just yeah, just, yeah. So when we started the digital scholar in September and I think it's, it's seven, eight months right now. So September is when I started my digital marketing career, I would say, yeah, I didn't know anything about it. So yeah, because of learning, I just learning, uh, I just, I just learned from the, like the best uh, people, just the best topics and, you know, uh, just go about it. So I would say, I, I just like to thank sort of uh, for the entire uh, thing. So yeah, he's the mentor and uh, I follow him completely uh, for the entire aspect. Wow. I mean, I mean, unless and until you mentioned it explicitly, that's just been six months, I th six months. I think it's really impossible to figure that out. 
that's why i said it's not yeah. very difficult you just need to model the top people in the uh, you know in that industry and uh, learn from them and then you know start working around it so right. it, it's definitely going to result in a uh, in a, in a positive way interesting and i think obviously it is not just having someone around but it's also the fact that you've gone there and executed stuff i think a lot of credit does goes to that as well we have a lot of fun uh, sarav and i so we mostly we talk about work uh, these days uh, 90% of the time but then uh, sometimes we take an off and we just like let's not talk about work let's have fun so we just go out you know random places uh, for figuring out and you know we just go to movies and all of that so that there is a very good bonding as well so lo- learning aspect uh, implementation aspect having fun also so entire thing has worked out really uh, well and in favor of us that's that's actually really nice to hear and just one thing what would your i mean of course anybody listening to this has already taken out points like you know it's important to execute it's important to actually continue learning and it's also very important to not just try and follow everyone but have a particular mentor apart from these things what would your advice be to anybody in this domain any mistakes you think they should avoid or any must think must do things that they should be doing the uh the major major problem with today's uh, generation is they want to do a lot of things at one time right right uh, i have i have know somebody who's who's doing a lot of courses and still they want to do a lot of courses uh the point is not to do too many courses and you know just to carry that certificate certificates don't matter we all know that right so if if you're doing something just i'd say that uh, have that one idol Uh, start imitating him as i said don't copy model okay and when you're modeling model the mindset the strategies uh, the things they are doing even if the landing page they are doing really well you know just copying copy it uh, same to same okay i what i mean by copy is if the flow is going like okay a b c d you go a b c d itself but the the uh, word should be yours basically right so the color the flow everything else could be same you can model somebody to that level but it has to be your own voice it has to be your own own words and it has to be your own case studies and your your own story basically okay so don't copy somebody just imitate just model somebody uh, from the industry and that's how you can actually start getting results in just less than 30 days i would say right so after i'm doing the same thing it's not something that i sleep and you know uh, something uh, i learn something out of, out of uh, you know uh, random things so i just i try to model some uh, top people in the in the world and you know if they're doing that and if it's working out for them that means it can work out for me as well right. so that's the whole uh, yeah so that's the whole uh, that's that's where the entire uh, uh, game lies so you need to model the top people just hack them basically and you know start uh, start using it for your own purpose correct why do you a lot of people don't lot of people don't do any research before coming up with any product okay they'll they'll if if even if it's an online course you need to see if there is a demand of it you need to see if the product is already been uh, bought in the uh, in the market and the best place to do that research is amazon uh, reviews okay so if you go to amazon uh, the people have a lot of buying uh, intention over there people go there to buy okay not to do anything else so if you go there if you're searching for let's say you're into uh, if you're into uh, if you're an affiliate marketer just go check for affiliate marketing books and see what are the reviews people are saying okay and in the reviews you will find that uh, okay this book is really nice because it covers dash 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 and this book is bad because it does not cover dash 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 so you need you can pick up okay people like this people don't 
just like this. So you can create a mixture of it and, you know, come up with your own product. So a lot of research can be done just on one platform, which is Amazon itself. So there are a lot of ways where you can do research before coming out with your product and, you know, you need to understand the psychology of a customer. So a lot of people fail because they focus more on their products and they don't focus more on their customers. So you need to focus on your customer and uh, product will definitely, even if it's an average product, if you're good with your customers, it's going to uh, sell like crazy. That's true. Like don't create a product and then market it. Find out the right. product which has a need, create it and then rather go ahead to market it. True. Very true. Very true. It was actually fun having this entire discussion with you. A lot of practical insights, things to do, things not to do, what's okay, what works out, what doesn't. So thanks a lot for actually taking out your time and scheduling this. It was insightful and fun at the same time. I'm sure there's a lot and a lot more to expect from you because what it's just been six months since you're in this entire industry and you've been doing wonders. So I'm personally looking forward to seeing all the new things that you come up with and really looking forward to learning from that as well, of course. Thank you so much, Kamna. And I think I would like to say something about you as well. I think I've, I've seen you grow as well. And the, 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 the thing that you want to learn something every day new, and I've seen you implementing as well in a lot of places and you have started teaching to a lot of people. So I think the curiosity that you carry, I think matches uh, with uh, what I used to carry earlier. and I still carry uh, for myself. And I think that's brilliant. And I totally admire that uh, aspect of yours that you're really interested in learning and really interested in actually doing things for yourself and, you know, growing in the process. I, I see you grow every day. I've seen you, uh, you know, taking care of your students, taking care of, uh, you know, you're doing a lot of Zoom webinars. Uh, you're into public speaking and you're everywhere, basically. And that's, that's the way to go about it. There, there, there shouldn't be any fear in whatever you do. And I totally admire that about you. And thank you so much uh, for everything. Hey, thanks, Manishi. And I would actually say a lot of credit for me actually being able to do that actually does go to, of course, you know, Deepak sir and getting into picture track. And yes, that definitely has been a game changer for me as well. And yeah, it really has changed the game is what I would actually say at this point. Right, right, exactly. So I think our story is pretty much uh, sorted for the fact that we had one mentor. So yes. you follow Deepak, I follow Saurav and yeah, so that's how you can see, uh, you know, us growing as well. So that's the way to go about it. So if you're a young, youngster, get a mentor on board, uh, just follow him, you know, left and right, like an arrow, just follow uh, that mentor and you can, you can, you can grow basically. Anybody can grow uh, if you, if you have the will. Absolutely. I think it was a very nice discussion. Like really it was too much fun because at the same time as much as it was really something which people want to hear it was also something which was not you know something covered nobody here like at no point did you say that you know i'm this and that you just put out your journey as it is and really it was really nice to have you here and hear everything from you thanks thank looking you so much it was a pleasure to come now definitely definitely looking forward to more such conversations yeah. and uh, we'll do something more on subjects and uh, yeah let's deliver value out there so Absolutely. let's over deliver <laughs> Definitely and always. Definitely. And Thank you so much, Kamna. It's been a pleasure and uh, have a good time. I'll see you soon. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Recording -bye. Bye. now.
now yeah you can see that you know it's 30 minutes in the web browser and i'm i remember in the mobile app it is 60 minutes so what will happen is whatever i'm saying right now is also something which is getting recorded as an episode and if you had to create your podcast you would ideally be you know talking like say you would create your intro saying hey welcome to the kamna jain talks in this uh, particular channel we talk about the latest updates in digital marketing inviting guest experts from all across the industry so once you're done with the intro and then say you know you're starting with the interview so you can be like hey today i'm we have invited you know um the most renowned digital marketer in india digital deepak he is here to share his insights on email marketing and tell us about how it works what what actually makes it stand out and the importance of email marketing and then you know you can like really talk if you know you are talking say about a summary or you know you're if you're using the other option where you invite people then you can you know like sort of do this but whatever you get the idea right whatever you say that sort of gets recorded so once you're done with the re- just heard the podcast kamna and i really love it i see you and deepak on the calls every day on the internship calls and in the q and a session but this was definitely a new side i absolutely loved it and i am looking forward to many 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 more episodes keep it going